There have been many TV shows that have provided you with moments that'll shake you to the core, that'll rattle your bones, that'll leave you scratching your head and wonder when it's all said and done. But in the mid-90s, one show left you begging for the answer to one of life's greatest mysteries, and that is, who shot Mr. Burns? Next Sunday, Mr. Burns is shot. And everyone's a suspect. See if you can solve the mystery people will be talking about all summer long. This isn't Mr. Burns at all. It's a mask. Wait, it is Burns. His wrinkly skin looks like a mask. Don't miss the Simpsons season finale next Sunday on Fox. I've been a Simpsons fan since as long as I could remember. I do know that I annoy my wife at times because whenever there's some sort of issue or some kind of thing going on in life, I can always relate to one of their episodes. And she, then she gives me like this weird look like, really, The Simpsons? I'm like, yeah, why not? You know, she, she wonders why I hold this cartoon up to such a high regard. Why I always reference their jokes when something happens. And the answer is simple. They've always been there. They didn't run off and go to college like that loser Steve from Blue's Clues and then try to come back and get everyone's sympathy by telling you that they never forgot about you. And what's up with Steve these days anyway? God, Jesus Christ, I mean, that, that dude shaved his head and he looks like Dana Carvey in The Master of Disguise when he was trying to be that turtle. But am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? But when it became time to come up with the topic for this week's episode, it, uh, it just showed up. It landed in my lap. I, I don't know if this was co- coincidence or it was fate, but I was tagged in a Simpsons meme that had nothing to do with this particular episode at all. And the light bulb went off. And I thought, wow. Why don't I do one about the double-parted episode of When They Shot Mr. Burns? So, I went and looked up a couple videos and found out that today, September 17th, marks the 26th anniversary. Jesus Christ, I'm old. But it is the 26th anniversary of when they revealed Mr. Burns' shooter. Now, like I said, it must have been fate. It, It could have been anything. But I'm glad I'm doing this episode today because I went back and revisited it. And uh, I still feel the exact same way about this whole thing as I did 26 years ago. I kind of felt like I said the same numbers over and over and over. So bear with me. I'm plowing right through here. But the episode starts with groundskeeper Willie burying a gerbil named Super Dude. Now let's not get him confused with Nickelodeon's Super Dude, who is lactose intolerant, by the way. Super Dude! That's right! I'm Super Dude! The teenage superhero with powers that make women sweat! Man, all that was corny. I hated that stupid, um, vital information for your everyday life, where anytime they made one of their dumb jokes, everybody forced themselves to laugh. Anyways, back to the topic. As Groundskeeper Willie was digging this grave for the fourth grade class's gerbil, he struck oil. And now everybody thinks that they're rich. Everybody in school, that is. Principal Skinner and Super Nintendo Chalmers had all these plans. They asked the staff to make demands. That's where everything happened. Mr. Burns jumped in and said, hey, wait a minute. I want that oil. And he wanted to do any by any means necessary to have it. 
I give the writers a lot of credit on this episode, and it's mostly because they played it out so smart. They made you think it was this core group of people, and I'm not going to rattle off their names because I want you to go out and look at this two-parter episode and judge for yourself. So go to Disney+, Plus, or whether you own the physical media, doesn't matter. Just go back and look at this whole little, you know, this two-part uh, mystery, if that's what you want to call it. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Because all these people were directly affected by Mr. Burns' drilling. And then Mr. Burns has this bright idea of blocking out the sun, which would make everybody turn to energy only and not use any of the sun's resources. Now the whole city is mad. They all want Mr. Burns dead. That's the swerve. That is what these writers did. Now it could be anyone. All Everybody, they have a town meeting. And it could just be anyone now. That's why I say they played it out so smart. And uh, at the end of this episode, you get the silhouette of Mr. Burns, which is looking like he's having a struggle with somebody. You don't see them at all. You don't see a silhouette of this person at all that he's struggling with. He gets shot, runs to the town's sundial, and with his hands on the, on the west and the south, he, he falls over. And everybody's wondering, who did it? Who shot Mr. Burns? And they're all left looking at each other. Everyone in town's a suspect. <laughs> well, I couldn't possibly solve this mystery. Can you? So there you have it. The season six finale. And we're all left with the burning question of who did it. I was already on that case immediately. I was I went I went and rewinded the the VHS tape that I recorded that episode on and I was trying to crack it. And it wasn't just for fun, and it wasn't for bragging rights. It was mostly because of the 1-800 collect contest that Fox ran. Now they ran that contest for a good couple months and if you called collect and guessed who the culprit was, you were going to be featured and animated on a future episode of The Simpsons. Now who wouldn't want that? That is a dream come true for anyone. I don't care how cool you think you are. To be drawn as a cartoon on one of the longest running and greatest sitcoms of all time. Who wouldn't? Shit, I would do that today if, if, if the chance arose. But it's, it's not going to happen again. Maybe. But that's basically what happened. Like you called. You guessed. And that was it. Well, due to some contest regulations, bullshit, anyone who called collect was now entered into the sweepstakes. And the sad part is, and while this broke everyone's heart, a non-Simpsons fan, a non-watcher, won the contest. Fela Gibson from Washington, D.C. was called and told that she won the sweepstakes. Shitty part is, is like I said, she didn't watch the show. So she took prize money instead. Wow. That sucks. I don't blame her. I mean, I would have probably would have done the same thing if I had won something, but I don't know. What, what do you guys think? What would you have done in a situation like that? Uh, to me, it, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword because I'm a nerd and I would love to see myself as a cartoon. But then on the other hand, I'm, you know, who wouldn't want extra money? I don't know how much money they actually gave her, but she got money. And to be completely honest... When I was a kid, I didn't even know who won. They, I, I never, they never announced it, and uh, I really thought it was this dude named Roy. 
Now you're thinking, who the hell's Roy? Well, Roy was uh, the human version of Poochie. And uh, it was an episode of The Simpsons where Poochie was the, uh, a cartoon dog on the Itchy and Scratchy cartoon that Homer went ahead and voiced. And this dude rolls up with the exact same outfit as the dog. And I immediately thought that was the winner. Where is this random dude coming from? Why is his name just Roy? And like I said, I, for some reason, was told that he was the winner. That's why I kind of claim it may have been a Mandela effect. Or it may have not been. Who knows? If any of you out there have heard the same thing, go ahead and let me know. Because I'd like to know if I'm not driving myself too crazy here. Ding, 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 ding. This is stupid. They were going through great lengths on promoting the season 7 premiere. And one of the coolest things to me was the involvement of America's Most Wanted. And if you don't remember what America's Most Wanted was, it was a TV show that had you try to figure out and help crimes that were happening in real time. Whether it happened that week or the week before, it was very different from Unsolved Mysteries. And that's to take nothing away from Robert Stack and Unsolved Mysteries because Robert Stack to me will still be the most terrifying man I've ever witnessed on TV. Anytime he spoke, I thought someone was behind me. I thought somebody was going to kill me. Just anything. But Unsolved Mysteries was a different type of show, mostly because they wanted you to help solve older cases, 30 or 40 year old cases. While America's Most Wanted and John Walsh himself, John Walsh was more of a hard-edged type of uh, reporter. But he, uh, you know, it was more in your face, more direct. Everything was very current. So those are the big differences of both of those shows. Both of them equally as terrifying because it actually deals with real people doing some outlandish and uncalled for acts. And then they did Springfield's Most Wanted which was crucified by critics everywhere. They said it ruined the credibility of John Walsh and the whole show when they tried to do that episode. And there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of fun. You don't have to be serious all the time. I get it. Your show's based on a more of a serious premise, but come on. Let the man in the show have a little bit of fun. They did character pieces on each one of the suspects that were on, on The Simpsons, as well as give you a whole bunch of clues. Now, I was more upset about the clue part because I was really trying myself to try to figure the shit out. And it didn't happen because they gave you all the clues. And I'm like, well, what the hell was I doing all this for? And that, that's when the lazy part of my life happened. That was when the switch of laziness went up. And uh, I was upset. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to work for this shit anymore. I'm just going to go by, the, by the, the hints that they gave me today. And then they also had a whole bunch of C-list celebrities on that episode give their take like nobody gives a shit about Andrew Shue I don't even remember what the hell he's even he's even on but apparently he they they interviewed him it, it was just so stupid but anyways regardless of what the critics were thinking that special drew 8.4 million people and you know what I'm gonna let you guys listen to these clues Fortunately, Springfield's Most Wanted has conducted its own investigation. And here's what we found. When Mr. Burns falls on the sundial, his hands come to rest near the letters W and S. Could this stand for Waylon Smithers? 
Now, forensic evidence has also revealed important details about the weapons involved. Skinner had a silencer on his gun, yet a gun was clearly audible during the shooting. Moe had a shotgun. That weapon would have done far more damage to poor old Montgomery. So, was it someone else at the town meeting who had their sights set on Burns? And have you ever noticed that Krusty looks just like Homer in clown makeup? Maybe they were working as a team. But perhaps the most intriguing clue comes from multiple images of the number three. Bart leaves school in the opening credits at three. Homer returns the package at three. And Mr. Burns is shot at three. Coincidence? I don't think so. Season seven premiered 26 years ago to this day, September 17th, 1995. And um, I'm going to go ahead on a limb and say that I have not seen this, this two-part mystery in just about that same length of time. And I know what you're probably thinking. Oh, well, you know, I thought you said you were a big Simpsons fan. I am. But there's so many episodes to choose from when you're trying to watch an episode from them. It's um, it's kind of hard to pick one. So that one always seems to like got lost in the shuffle. And I'm going to go out and say that I feel the same way I did then as I do now. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But the beginning of this episode, we get our prime suspect. And that is Smithers. Smithers got fired, and now he's a drunken mess. He's hungover, and his memory is all blurry, and he's automatically assuming he shot Mr. Burns because he, he's got a gun next to him, and he can smell that it was recently shot. So now he's, like, you know, depressed and everything. He gets arrested, and then through all these twists and turns, he is now proven innocent, and all the blame falls on Homer. They have found that there's DNA from a Simpsons family member in Mr. Burns' jacket, an eyelash. And he, uh, Mr. Burns wakes up from his coma and all he can say is Homer Simpson. That makes matters worse. They go after, they arrest Homer. And to hotshot this a little bit, Homer does go and shake the shit out of Mr. Burns. And then Mr. Burns kind of snaps out of whatever funk he's in and reveals who his shooter was. And that was Maggie. He blamed Maggie. I, I'm not going to say that I was overjoyed when I was 11 years old when this happened. And I'm not happy about it now. Um, Jeez, I was just uh, very disappointed at the reveal of this. I kind of thought it was going to be somebody else. Maybe a, a, a random character that we thought, oh shit, you know. I could never have thought of this person, but it was Maggie. Like I said, I was very disappointed, and I know you can't please everybody all the time, and these shows are not written to make you or myself happy. It's just, that's just how things fell. And then I started piecing together. Maybe it could have been Maggie, because at the end of this episode, I'm not saying maybe it could have been, but maybe she had a better motive. And the reason I say that is because at the end of this episode, Mr. Burns calls for Maggie's arrest, and they're like, yeah, we can't arrest the baby. She doesn't know what she's doing. The camera zooms in, the music hits, and Maggie gives off the hint that she knew what she was doing this whole time. She shot him on purpose. And that's what got me thinking, too. Maggie found a nasty old bear 
and Mr. Bobo. Bobo was a bear that was a childhood best friend of Mr. Burns, and Mr. Burns lost it, and he wanted the bear back from Maggie. He had everybody, he had the whole city going against Maggie. The whole town was against him. City, town, whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, Maggie ended up giving up the bear to Mr. Burns. And that's when I started thinking, maybe she wanted to shoot him because he did take her, you know, bear away from her. I don't know. It, it's just, like I said, it was a theory of mine that happened, and who knows, right? Uh, I'm just very disappointed. I know that there was rumors and talks of it being Barney, which would have been pretty cool. Uh, this whole episode is really gun crazy. First two, even the first part, Homer literally puts the gun to Mr. Burns' head and threatens to blow his fucking head off. Just nuts. Nuts that an episode like this with that type of stuff in there would not have blown today. Everybody would have fucking blown their shit. There were, like I said, like I've said in a lot of episodes, there would have been hashtags put out. There would have been crisis groups. Everybody would have needed some sort of therapist. PTSD would have been handed around like candy. Who knows, right? There was a theory in the past few years that came out and said that Homer dressed as Krusty and shot Mr. Burns. Makes sense. There's a little bit of something to that because Homer has dressed as Krusty. And at the end of uh, the part one of this mystery, Krusty shows up at the town hall meeting and says, Hey, I just came from out of town. Anything new happened? And he's wearing different clothes, not his normal Krusty attire. Then, after Mr. Burns gets shot... Krusty is in the background wearing his normal shit. But one subtle difference is the fact that he's got a different nose. Now, previously, Homer had dressed as home, he's dressed as uh, Krusty, and they pretty much looked identical. You couldn't have told the difference other than the nose. So the theory went on Reddit. Everybody was piling behind it. They started doing hashtags. There was tweets. There was all kinds of social media involvement. And while there is some merit... The creator and everybody who followed that whole the cre- I'm sorry the creator of that little theory and everybody who followed it are awful as shit. The reason I say that is mostly because America's Most Wanted told you that 26 years prior, you all must have not have seen that episode not or that special. I'm sorry, not one bit because they did that. I don't know how nobody broke it to this dude and said hey look your theory's cool and all but you know it's already been out there it's been out there for a long time one thing that will put a lot of weight to this whole Homer dressed as crusty uh, thing is the fact that later on seasons later Homer does admit to shooting Mr. Burns and blaming it on Maggie. I'm gonna get my revenge, and if I get caught, I'm pinning it on the baby like the time I shot Mr. Burns. So, what do you guys think? Is it, you know, did it fall flat for you too, or were you expecting it? Because in my eyes, in my opinion, this episode, the second part, had a lot of uh, hype behind it, only for it to fall flat. That's in my opinion. It didn't stop me from watching the show. I still love it to this day, and I will still watch it. It's just, ah, oh man, you know, there are there are some misses every now and then. Um, it was a great cliffhanger. Part one had a great cliffhanger on it, and 
They kept you engaged. They really tried to get you involved. And, you know, everybody was. You know, when, if you were a kid at that time like I was, it was a big deal. It kind of reminds me of the time where uh, the Power Rangers, yeah, that's right, I'm about to hit a Power Rangers reference, but they had a season finale where the villains went into the command center and destroyed everything. Zordon, Alpha, the whole thing, the whole fucking building, their hideout exploded, they lost all their powers, and it left you on that. If you were a Power Rangers fan as much as I was, you remember what I'm talking about, and and you couldn't wait for you know, the next season to start so you can see what actually happened. They delivered. I feel like the Simpsons didn't at this time. But oh well. You know, it's still a great watch. And you can find this whole thing on Disney+. Plus, Or, like I said, if you've gotten, you know, the uh, the physical media, the DVDs, wherever you bought in it, you know, doesn't matter. Just go back and rewatch it and tell me what you think. Or go back and rewatch it and just, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it and see how you feel the reveal went. It stinks. I will be providing the link to the America's Most Wanted special in the description of this show. And like, as I said before a million times, you can watch all the Simpsons episodes on Disney+. Plus. I'm not getting paid for that advertisement, by the way. <laughs> um, and to be honest, it's almost October. So you know what that means. No, I'm not talking about pumpkin spice because I'm not going to be a bitch like that. Okay, you got me. I love pumpkin spice. I love the peppermint drinks. I uh, I am a basic bitch like that. Uh, please don't leave just yet. Please don't go, girl. Um, so, uh, I got a lot of fun stuff planned out. So, I hope you guys stick around. It's going to be a lot of horror stuff. So, be ready. And maybe some goosebumps. Some Are You Afraid of the Darks. Maybe a little bit of Tales from the Crypt. Who knows? So, I'll see you guys next time. The worst episode ever. Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world. (laughs) 